Hello and welcome to the Re Entertainment Podcast, episode 434 for January 14th, 2024. My name is Nathan Reed and joining me this week, we have su- Cyberpunk Monk. We have Connor, the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. It's it's me, I'm the Soccer Punk Monk Besh. Exactly, and Andrew Rowe McFain. I'm the Saturn Punk Monk me. I, I was like, I'm going to introduce Connor first, and it, it ruined it. Because I normally introduce Andrew Rowe McFain first. Please, please, let's just save your best for last. <laughs> and, of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reen Spruth. We have an, ex- an exciting episode. We, we have an episode for you. And the first thing I want to do with the episode is ask Aroa or Connor, where can we find you guys? Aroa.website. Anything you want to specifically point out that you've been working very hard on? Yeah, uh, Bug City Blues, which you could find on Aroa.website or, like, literally anywhere else that fine podcasts are found. It's a Shadow World, Six World Edition actual play podcast. I work wait, really wait, hard on it. Wait, you said Shadow World. Shadow World? A Shadow Run, Six World actual play podcast. And uh, I've had to restart this latest episode like two times now. I, I, think, I'm, I, th- I think I'm done with Audacity. What are you going to switch to? I don't know yet, but I think I'm done with Audacity. I, I was thinking of just doing another fork or like rolling it back and seeing if that fixed the issue. Yeah, I think maybe like one of the newer updates, because I know they've added a lot of new features in the last few updates, and it's kind of been breaking things for people. I also think like, I, I freed up like 100 plus gigs on my tablet. I've had basically every episode that I've worked on unbacked up so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, that made a little bit of a difference, but not enough. Like, it, it, I was timing it. It regularly took two plus minutes whenever I delete a piece of audio. And it, for how much chopping up I need to do, that's not realistic. No. Is there a way to do auto backups in Audacity? I haven't used it enough to know. There like, is a backup feature. And last time I used it and a project got corrupted, the backup also got corrupted. So I awesome. haven't bothered with it since. Well, what I meant to say is actually auto save. Because uh, um, I know a lot of people have that nowadays. But. I, I am so conditioned to save early, save often that it's, it's not an issue for me. I see. It, if uh, something happens to my program, it's it's going all the way bad. It's not like, oh, I was working on something and I forgot to save. No, that 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 won't happen with. It okay. has a it, it it will recover automatically if like it crashes or whatever, uh, because it doesn't have it. It's because it doesn't have time to, uh, delete the project files. I see. But uh, yeah. Anyway, why am I getting paged on that? That's not even me. Interesting. Okay, whatever. So uh, that's that's the big one. There's also Clinton Core Classics, uh, which is all completed, and you can listen to the whole thing. However, uh, we're still trying to get so Google Podcast is dying, and they're like slowly adding features to add things to YouTube Music. So we might be able to put our podcasts on YouTube Music here in the future, but we'll see. Uh, I you keep can... on talking that I'm going to just learn FFmpeg and encode all the videos to like MP4 or whatever so I can upload them to YouTube. But I'm... There's got to be a program that will automatically do it. or or got to be. So, somebody's already done something. Because I have a program that I have installed on my, uh, on my media server that will look at all of my 
files and automatically encode them with FFmpeg or Handbrake to uh, a better quality or, or a different format that has the same quality with a lower bit rate. Really, all that I want is for it to fetch an episode, put the, the album artwork as the background art, and like, if you want brownie points, put a visualizer on it for like the, the bars move when people are talking. But that's all it's got to be. Like, we don't have to reinvent the wheel to make this happen. It would just take a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, was, a, there was a program I used briefly that was a web program that would take the RSS feed and then automatically do that. Uh, but it, it didn't work great. It would fail a lot of the time. But, but I know there are programs that you can make that happen. Anyway, uh, you can you can find me Nathan Reed Spruth. I'm Reeton everywhere, uh, mainly Twitch, Twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Uh, that's at six p.m. Pacific time to nine p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. I play video games, and uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. But first, Aro, what games did you play this week? Uh, so I'm playing a lot of uh, Lethal Company. Okay. Game's really fun. Good. Uh, mostly playing it modded, and that it, like game's fun unmodded, but some of the mods just add an, a whole other level of goofiness to to stuff. Uh, particularly the thing where like certain enemies will talk with your friends' voices because it records like snippets of your of your uh, in-game voice chat and and then we'll play them back. It's great. Oh, that's um, it. It's not like an AI thing where it it records. No. It. No, that would be that would be much more resource intensive, I would imagine. Um but yeah, that, that game's fucking fantastic and I'm glad that a ton of people are are playing it. Uh also played Fortnite quite a bit cuz I'm 12. Uh Discovered something in Lego Fortnite that really pissed me off, though. Uh, so it's it's a normal thing for me in most survival craft em up games uh, to want to build a uh, a walkway in the sky, yeah, to kind of okay. get around problems. And I've been doing that in Lego Fortnite. I, I've spent uh, several hours. Uh, like actual hours doing this and I encountered uh, a limitation in Lego Fortnite uh, this week. Oh. Turns out there's a limit on how complex a particular structure can be. Okay. And the, the game does not tell you this. The game uh, just kind of pretends that it's not a thing, even whenever you run into that limitation. So here I am building this road out of out of granite and all of a sudden i can't place pieces anymore like like i can i can place them but they don't appear and it still takes my granite and and i just keep doing it and nothing nothing it's not they're not showing up i can build sideways but i can't go past this point it's like there's a there's a box around my my walkway here that just says no you can't build anything beyond this point so i'm like okay 
I'll work around this. I'll build from the other direction. I'll build off of this mountain over here and then just connect to this structure. So I start building off of this mountain and running over towards towards my uh, my original walkway. And as soon as I place the piece that causes them to connect together, everything that I just built disappears. And everything you fell to your from, death. Uh, well, no, it, you can... You oh, can, there, uh, there's you can, parachutes. Or there something. is fall damage. There are there are parachutes, but also you can uh, you can ocarina of time it and just swing a weapon like just before you're about to hit the ground, and it cancels out your vertical momentum. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was just like so fucking annoying because it just it just eats all of those materials that you just tried to use, and more frustrating is the fact that it doesn't tell you that this exists. Interesting. And I have used I have used so much fucking material doing this. I've spent seriously it has to be close to like 8 to 10 hours, like real time hours. So so build, I'm gonna, just building this. This is just like a just build mode. There's no It's, oh, it's not a, the battle royale. It's, it's Minecraft. Mode? No, oh, okay. it's it's mine it, it's like it's like Minecraft survival or like Conan Exiles, uh, Fallout seventy six, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But it's but it's all Lego themed, and like, yeah, I'm, I, like it, it. It's just it was so fucking annoying because like I I've done this in Minecraft. I've done this in Terraria. Like I don't know. I I, I why why can't I? Did you and look? Did you look it up and see if other people are complaining I, about this? I I looked up uh, Lego Fortnite build limit, mm -hmm. and I uh, found an article from IGN where people were bitching that uh, they they don't even try to build anything particularly complex because they don't want to go through all the trouble and then reach a certain point where the game just won't let them add anything else. Yeah, it's got to be a yeah, limitation that, of the engine, I would imagine. I would think that it's because it's online and you can potentially have the server running almost all the time. Yeah. And they don't have it they, they don't have the the server designed in such a way where like it can not be taking into consideration that certain things exist and certain things don't. So like, it's probably just a lot for them to keep track of with the presumably tens, if not hundreds of thousands of server instances that they have to keep in storage all the time. Mm -hmm. So it, that, that that's my, my assumption because with it being so incredibly popular and Obviously, like everyone that plays is it, it's it's free to play game, so like yeah, I, I imagine that that's why. But it's still that doesn't change the fact that it's really fucking frustrating. Well, so I'm, sorry. I'm I'm hoping that they will. I'm hoping that they will fix it. They've been very responsive so far with people complaining about stuff. Surprisingly, so. So I'm um, I'm hoping that there will be an update in a few weeks where it's like. We raised the build limit. Now you can build structures that are ten times as complex. We lowered the build uh, limit. I, we otherwise, made it run I'm going worse. to. 
I'm probably going to have to like find some really janky way of getting around this. And yeah. I don't want to have to, but I will if I have to. I yeah, it sounds like you could just make them not connect, apparently, and that would probably do it. Yeah, but... it it's it's just like the the annoying thing about all of this is that my original plan was I'm gonna build this roadway and I'm gonna I'm gonna have vehicles that will bring me from one end of it to another. And then it turns out that there's no way to actually steer the vehicles that you build. They, oh, they added this whole fucking vehicle thing. And all you can do is just make the make the wheels turn or not turn. Mm. And there's there's no actual steering method. I'm sorry. So, uh, well, it's it, it's going to be. I'm going to work around it again. Just but play, it's like all of the, just play Gary's mod. No, just play Gary's mod. That's not even close to the same thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't just know. Just play with Legos. Did, and then when your I, builds I, get too complex, Mr. Jan Lego, CEO of Lego, will burst into your house and smash it into the smithereens. Just like in real life. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's... They're just replicating what my brother would do to me whenever I would build a fort when I was a kid. Just come in and destroy it after it was built. Oh, my brother was a dick. Anyway, uh, did you play any other games? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. And we're going to move on to <laughs> Cyberpunk Monk. Did I really play any game? Like, I'm trying to think of anything really. Uh, so, uh, I played On Call this week, and uh, I, I played On Call during a big winter storm. Yeah. So that was fun. I, I haven't gotten to play too many video games. I have Oh, been, yeah. Are you, are have, you dead? Are you dead up there? Uh, pretty damn close to it. On, on Friday, I ended up having to get my car towed out of the snow. That sucked uh anyways games that's what we're talking about here played a little bit of space station 13 just because i'm trying to like tiptoe back into that being fun for me it's not really working yet but you know i'm trying yeah because you had that uh, thing about a month ago where somebody like one of the mods was rude to you something one of the mods was like hey i know you guys are doing a project but i want to do something right now so fuck your guys's and like just deleted that part of the map we were working on and uh when i said something about it they they banned me yeah, did you get unbanned from that server, or are you? Yeah, I, I, it I appealed it, and they unbanned me, and uh, it's it's just not the same feeling. Like the fact that that could just happen. Like, hey, I know you're working on something, but the mods want to have fun now. It it left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, like there, it it's it's kind of related, but like you know, there are people who get fired from a job. Like uh, recently, like Starbucks, a bunch of people are like, we want to unionize. And Starbucks is like, oh, look at this minor transgression. You're fired. And then they'll appeal and they'll get their job back. And part of me is like, but like, I don't know if I would want to go to that job after that. Like, oh, I'd knowing... go back to that job and record. I, I would wait for them to just slight me again because mm -hmm. I, I imagine that's what a lot of these people are doing when they go back to jobs like that. Uh, not what we were actually talking about here, though. Right, right, right. Uh, Space but... Station 13, fun game. It's just not really, uh, not really doing it for <laughs> me lately. I've uh... been playing a little bit of World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, not, it's not good. So uh, here's the deal. I, originally, when I started playing this, I was like, I've been nostalgic. I'm going to go back to classic. And have you all ever seen that meme where it's like, hey, you can go back in time whenever you want, but no one else is there? That's what it feels like. 
Anytime you do play WoW Classic and you do see someone there, all they're talking about is, man, this game used to be so much fun, haha. When were you playing? I was playing back in Burning Crusade. I played back in Rich King, haha. Boring. It's not fun. <laughs> it's been boring for like a decade. So I switched over to the, the regular, like, modern release of WoW. And I'm really glad Ro is here because I, I kind of wanted to talk to someone and, like, have them relate to this. Made a new character, started doing that, and I was like, huh. I can't help but notice. I feel like they fix leveling. Like, every time I go to a new zone, everything's my level. That feels really good. And that happened, like, five or more times before I realized, oh, wait, the world is leveling with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that anymore. So, long story there, short. The, there are on. zones. Yeah. There are zones. Uh, I have been exploring with that. While you're in that zone, everything comes to your level. Or at least mm-hmm. I think. And it, yeah. it doesn't feel like... I liked WoW because sometimes you could just go and like turn your brain off, auto run, click on things, and then like, oh, there's a big boss. Let's let's focus. Let's actually like coordinate. Oh, rare spawn. Hey, you want to party up? Let's uh, you know, get a chance at rare loot or whatever. That doesn't really happen anymore. I was doing raids with people. I was so you hit level 15, you get the first uh, the horde raid, the one that's inside of Orgrimmar RFC or whatever it's called. Queued up expecting that, and at level 15, it put me in a raid where like. There's dragons flying around. They're summoning, like, big elementals. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Clicked on stuff, and they're all my level. The people in my raid are all, like, level 70, 80, and stuff like that. And I'm, like, 15 partying with them. Everything is scaled dynamically. So I assume I'm doing roughly the same damage I'd be doing if I was their level. But yeah, at that point, I have to ask, what's the point? Uh, to get to endgame. To get to endgame. I could see that, definitely. <laughs> that's that's the entire that's the that's entire it. reason like i i remember even way back when when like lich king was out um you know final i played final fantasy and and other people played world of warcraft that were my friends and final fantasy was a lot different where there were things that you had to do like at level 30 they had dungeons and stuff that you would do that were level 30 and you were kind of screwed if you didn't have the right party comp and I was talking to my friend who was playing Lich King, and they're like, yeah, it's just none of those matter. It's just endgame that matters in World of Warcraft. It's just you're just leveling your character to get to endgame, and that's it. I, I don't think that's the best idea. One thing I, I am forcing myself to do, like the thing I was hoping would be the saving grace is like, oh, look at all this old content that I haven't been able to do before. Uh, I tried going to Northrend, and that's way too strong for me. So now I'm doing all like the panda stuff. And everybody in the Panda Lands is like level 70, level 80 running around on flying rounds. And I'm like, okay, okay, let me, let me bring up another thing that I thought was weird. Original WoW, when I was playing this, you hit level 40, you get your first mount. You hit level 60, you get your big mount. Uh, Burning Crusade comes out. You hit level 70, you could fly. Now, uh, when I was playing Classic, I hit level uh, 20, and it's like, okay, you could buy your mount. You'll need three gold for the training. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. How the fuck am I going to afford that? Three whole gold? Yeah. <laughs> uh, playing WoW Classic. I hit level 10, and they're like, okay, you can now get your mount. And I was like, huh? Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Um, I had like 60 gold. Affording a mount, affording the... Tra- it just gave me the training. I didn't even need to buy it, but affording the mount. Also, it just gave me all the old mounts I had on my old account. I, the, the most fun I've had playing the most recent edition of WoW was going back and looking at all the old stuff I did with my old character. And I think that in itself is a very bad sign of the state of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep on playing it because I already paid for that month. And honestly, at this point, I'm not even sure if that's going to be enough for me. 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit more about Final Fantasy XI. But did do you guys know how to get a how you would get a mount in Final Fantasy XI? Like when they first introduced, like you can get your own mount with a necklace that you can summon it with. I'm guessing you'd have to do like a raid or something. You know, it'd, it'd make it worth it. It'd make it something you'd want to show off. You like old WoW? No, you get an egg. I don't remember how you got the egg. And then you gave it to a person in one of the major cities, Bastok, Windurst, or Sandoria. And then you raised it for a month. Like, literally every day you had to go to it and, like, complete mini games and, like, feed it before you could get it. And then, uh, based on how well you raised it, would, would show you how well that the mount worked. And e- the best you could get for that mount was 70% of the speed of a normal chocobo that you could rent. That was that's that. I love cool. that Nathan is always the one that's like, oh, you think that's bad? <laughs> Back in my day, we used to have to raise our mounts from an egg for a month before we could even run. And if you didn't do it right, it wasn't even that good. Yep. It was, uh, but, but that, the, the thing is, I, I, I like same with like old wow when when you were trying to get that three gold or whatnot for the training, it you know felt like you were accomplishing something, not just here's all the shit, have fun. And, and I'm and, glad you said that because that's fundamentally my issue with yeah. that, that I'm having with WoW right now is I'm no longer seeing the point. Back mm-hmm. you know that oh, decade yeah. ago when I played this, like. You would go with your guild. You'd find something to specialize in. You'd have a role to fill in this role-playing game. Now it's like, it doesn't even matter what alliance. Like, I was in raids with allies and hordes because I joined in on people. And I was like, what? Uh, okay. Yep. Uh, it, there's so many, like, subclasses. You could be, like, mecha gnomes, void elves. It's like, what the? F-? They, they lost the plot, man. They lost me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, so they, they, uh, they got rid of, or I guess they added the cross-faction stuff. Uh, a few months ago, maybe sometime last year. Um, so yeah, you can you can even do like cross faction rating, like you said. Uh, there was a couple expansions ago where they added like four or six new races that you could be. that are basically just like copies of the races of a lot of the races that were already there, except uh, they start at like level twenty. They I feel like they... the epic classes, but race variants. Like, you could be a troll, or you could be a super big troll. Kind of. Um, it's, I... it's, I think it's partially supposed to be for, like, it, it, whenever you've already got a character that's max level, and you want to go back, at, but you don't want to start from, from the bare bottom level. That's exactly so, what I was thinking it was. It's, uh, yeah. hey, only endgame content matters. Why would you... What, what kind of loser spends their, their first two weeks of their subscription building up their character? And uh, the answer is me, because two I thought weeks. that's what the game was. You nope. think it takes two weeks to level up a character nowadays? No, it definitely yeah. does not. It's, it's pretty <laughs> fast. Yeah, because it, it used to be that you had to wear heritage armor, uh, and like that would boost your XP. But now the base XP gain is so quick that like you it, they got rid of heritage armor buffing your XP, and now it just gives you other benefits. Like I'm, it, I'm not gonna rant on this very long, but I do think heritage armor is one of the stupidest fucking things I've ever seen in this game. When I was level one, people were walking around in full gear 
And I asked him, I was like, hey, how'd you get that? And he's like, oh, I bought it. Oh. Why are you playing the game? <laughs> well, no, you you buy it with... Uh, In-game currency, you buy it with I know. Cur- yeah. But this gear scales with you as you level, right? Uh, Up to a particular point, yeah. Like, it, it it's, it's meant to get you through the early grind, basically. Uh, it's, it's like it's like buying a fast pass for a ride but the ride is it, the game it's like buying a fast well, pass to not need to play their game well it, if you want a fast pass to not play the game you just get a boost you can, you can actually <laughs> buy that yeah yeah you just pay sixty dollars and you immediately get to max level and you get a full set of equipment i there think the most so correct answer is is i'm taking this this hook out of my mouth i've i've tasted the bait and i've said that is fine i've had enough uh, i will let i will let someone else take this one. we'll play we'll play some city of heroes homecoming it'll be great we're you good it's got hosted servers i got yeah. one more game and i promise it's going to be really quick okay uh, because i have been on call i've been at work a lot and because i've been at work a lot i've been on the steam deck my first game of 2024 that wasn't wow was deus ex mankind divided and good game. boy it's a good game but it's not a done game no. I started playing through it, and while I was playing, I, I'm on New Game Plus, so it's like I'm basically just having fun being God. But every mission in this game just reminds me that you hit a point where it's like, oh, what are you doing next? I, I don't know. Just fucking roll the credits. But the story's not done. I don't care. Roll the credits. Yep. I, yeah, I, I'm not going to finish this game because it's going to make me sad if I get to that point. I beat that game when it came out, and yeah, it, it felt a little unfinished. I remember people like who worked at the game would talk about working for Eidos Montreal and being like, these French motherfuckers, they don't care. They are not interested in making a good game. This is a cash grab. I have, I, I had a coworker that worked up at, it. I, I think, at, was it Eidos or it was uh, Ubisoft? And I don't know if it's the same with Eidos Montreal, but he said that like they would go into meetings and a lot of them, their first, their first language was French. And their second language was English, and they're like, we're going to have all the meetings in English because it'll make it easier for the foreigners that you know come and, and work up here. And then 15 minutes into the meeting, they'd all just switch to French, and he would just be sitting there like, good, this is awesome. This is, this is great. I have no idea what you're talking about. And uh, I don't know. I wonder if that is also part of it, um, where a lot of people, they're not getting the information because the – the management is is speaking a language they literally don't understand. Uh, I, I can just tell you, divided a... was bad because of uh, because of the Avengers game. Oh, okay. What that that that's <laughs> like ninety percent of what they took. They took over half of the staff working on Mankind Divided and put them on the Avengers game. Oh, seems like it was a mistake. Yeah, that seems like it a, was a terrible mistake because the <laughs> Avenger games was bad. The Avenger game was bad. Yes. Too. Yes, it was. They were. So, um, why to, not to, to wrap up? Go I'm, I was going to say, why not release one good game instead of two mediocre games? Uh, because they were getting a lot of. Uh, they were they were planning on getting a lot of money from the Avengers game. It was going to be a big live service thing that was going to make so much cash from microtransactions. I see. Yeah, that was that that went well. What were you going to say, uh, Cyberpunk Connor? Just that it was surprising that when you see companies with as big of backers as like Square Enix in the case of Deus Ex Mankind Divided, that they'd still just be like, uh, fucking whatever, people will buy it anyways. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, 
and and I did. And we're going to move on to me. Uh, one game that they released and said, ah, people will buy it. I played some Starfield. Uh, it was all right. You know, it's, it's fine for me to jump in and play for a couple hours and explore some planets. Uh, I had okay, It was an okay time. I then started up because I'm planning on playing uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth here soon. But that releases on the 25th of January. And I was like, what's a game I can play and, and potentially beat before that game comes out? Aha, I know. I will finish up the Shadowrun series and started up Shadowrun Hong Kong, which has been pretty pretty fun. I like that they're at, they add in new things for each game. Like the first, uh, in Shadowrun Returns, you can see that they kind of didn't have the budget for some stuff. And so even the cyberware was really limited. Uh, you could only get certain you know, bits of cyberware. And then in Dragonfall and Hong Kong, they have added in like um, biotech along with the cyberware. So that takes up less essence, uh, which is which is really fun. I've been enjoying the story. Uh, the combat's fun. I did run into a glitch. I broke a mission. I don't know if you've ran into this when you played any of these games, but uh, what happened is there's like a there's an item you have to grab. There's two items you have to grab, and I grabbed the item that was closest to me, and that broke the game because I grabbed that item, then I grabbed the second item, and it didn't trigger that I grabbed the first item, so it broke the quest, and I couldn't exit the level. So I had to. Were you able to load a save or something? Yeah, I loaded a save and uh, tried it again, and was like, it happened again, and so I reloaded and I grabbed the other item first, which was like far off to the north and then i grabbed the item on the south and that fixed it Clearly it was you just, should have done that in the first time yeah apparently i should have just known right i should have just known uh but it's a it's a fun game uh i wish there were more voice acting because i'm terrible at a voice acting and i can't hire a roa to come do voice acting for me for three hours that's okay. weird a roa's done voice acting for my shadow run project it's that's true but i can't be like hey so i'm playing games for three days straight you need to come and do voices for the game. <laughs> Be like, hey, okay, I wrote, this is a troll. Uh, give him a really high-pitched voice. Let's Trolls do it. have high-pitched voices? Th this one does. This one troll oh. does. Yeah. Okay. You, have to, you, have to give a, you have to give all of the people a different voice. They can't have the same voice. I love the idea of Aroa actually doing this, but then every voice is just the, the movie theater guy from Simpsons. <laughs> the, the nasally voice like every single voice uh comic <laughs> comic book guy no the guy who talks like this that's uh that, that 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 would be that would be fun i know aroa has a few different voices uh i would personally ask for the southern girl voice that he does i think i've uh, seen him do so that in dagon dagon ropa Southern girl or the the like Wisconsinite girl? Wisconsinite girl. That's it. Yeah. Going through the archives that's... now. Because <laughs> because I think you said you only have like three girl voices. Yeah, my my wife makes fun of the fact that uh, every time I play a game where there are female characters, that voice has to show up like every fucking time. Because it's all. I mean, I get it. You're. It, it, you only have three voices that you can do for for females, and you've got to yep. you've you've got to dip into that well every time. Um, 
At least you have voices. At least you have three, because I, I think Connor and I uh, aren't great at voice acting. So Nope. <laughs> so we, we don't really have voices. Um, and then the, the last game I played was I played some, instead of Starfield, uh, I found out that our good pal, Airfox, who's in the server, um, he has Star Citizen. He, he backed it on Kickstarter. He backed it for six hundred dollars. Whew. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So he has some he has some decent ships. And um I was like, oh, we can play some Star Citizen. He's and, and he's like, I haven't played it at all. I'm like, okay, cool. So before the stream, I, Why I was the like fuck. I I know, I know. We'll back up. Six hundred dollars and you don't install the game? He played it once, and then was like, eh, and then hasn't played it since. So I was like, okay, we can play Why it. Why did cool. you back it for $600 if your response was going to be, eh? Yeah, yeah. So I agree, but, but let's let's move on beyond his stupid... Well, let's move on beyond this part of his stupidity. So I did the tutorial, because I was like, I haven't played this in over a year. I And the, the controls are are a bit fucky so i did the tutorial got off the planet and airfox and then by that time it was like six right i was starting my stream airfox had something he was doing um beforehand and he ended up showing up a little bit later and i was like okay run through the tutorial i'm gonna go and like you know dink around and fly to a planet or something and so i went and i flew to a planet and he Decided not to do to do the tutorial, and so it took him like forty five minutes to figure out how to get to his ship because he didn't do the tutorial, which takes you to your ship. Um, and then I tried to get him to meet up with me. Long story short, uh, I flew around. He wasn't able to figure out how to get to me. The first ship he had, he said he didn't have a quantum drive, so he had to go grab a different ship. And I was like, okay, I, I went to this place and I need to refuel, but I don't know where to refuel, so I'm just going to go land here and then we can meet up and I'll hop on your ship. And so by land, uh, it was really dark and I went in too hot and I crashed my ship. And so uh, I was alive, but Did and you have uninjured. insurance? Well, no, no, so here's the deal. I was, yes, uh, all the ships in Alpha have insurance. You're fine. I also have 200, for some reason I have two, over 200,000 credits. I'm able to pay for my ship to be uh, repositioned. But I think, I think they all come with insurance when you, when you get them. So I crashed the ship. It was broken. Like it, it, the ship was destroyed, but I was able to get out of the ship. And I was like, okay, then I'll just wait for Air Fox for him to arrive. And he couldn't figure out how to get to me. And so I was like, screw it. I'm just going to start running somewhere, just run in a certain direction. And since we're in a party, he could see where I was on the map. And I, I was like, okay, I'm out in the middle of nowhere, and I, hear, I heard a ship. I was like, oh, I hear your ship. And I stopped moving so that he could come pick my ass up. And he shot me. <laughs> so... I sit there. Was this an accident or no? Well, he <laughs> meant to shoot next to me to see if I could see the bullet. No, like a running shot. <laughs> so he ended up shooting me. 
I ended up bleeding out because I, I survived the shot, but I had I didn't grab an EpiPen or whatever it's called, the MediPen, to <laughs> inject myself. Yeah, okay. When you're I, allergic to lead. Yeah. Well, no, I, so I didn't I didn't grab the pen so that I could like heal myself because I didn't think we were going to be, because my plan was like, I oh, will do some delivery missions or whatnot. Like I'm not going to actually get shot at. Uh, no, apparently I got shot at by my teammate. I had like 15% health, uh, but I didn't have a pen to, to heal myself or any bandages. So I ended up bleeding out and, and passing out. And he decided to land like three miles away from me. And ran back and grabbed my body. Uh, but before that, he grabbed his. He was like, oh, I have a MediPen. And he used it on himself. <laughs> so I ended up dying. And uh, that was that was three hours of gameplay. And Fucking uh, riveting stuff, man. Yeah. Did you, you, you streamed all this? It's all streamed. All of it's there. You gotta, you gotta get that VOD. You gotta, get that, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta cut that up and like... There was Put, nothing. Do like do like star star citizen uh like epic montage whatever. It, make that the title, and then it's just that. <laughs> okay, it's, just, it's so, just you crashing, and then it, and then it comes to him landing, and then shooting you, and then you bleed to death. He didn't land. He shot me with his ship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can you see this bullet? <laughs> I didn't even see his ship. I just got shot and. <laughs> Before that, I, I was, so this planet was like a really cold planet, okay? Not for long it wasn't. Well, and so I'm, I'm <laughs> running, and, you know, there's snow, and there's kind of a hill that I'm running down, and apparently you can slip. So my, my character just, I'm like, what just happened? My character just slipped and fell and rolled this down the hill. This brawl? <laughs> Voices of the void-ass motherfucker. So... <laughs> So I think I might play some more Starfield, or I'm sorry, Star Citizen, uh, without Air Fox, and see if I can like do stuff. Because I remember playing it over a year ago and and having fun with it, um, and doing stuff. Um, but but yeah, it was a uh, realistically, I think the the main problem is we should have met up on on Stanton where we spawned, but he had come in, uh like, you know, 45 minutes after I had started streaming, so I wanted to do something before he showed up. So I did the tutorial and got off the planet and stuff. Uh, anyway, and I had ran out of fuel by the time he had come in so that I wasn't able to, to quantum drive back to the starting planet. I had to find a place to refuel, and that's what I was trying to do. Uh, but yeah, so Star Citizen. Uh, my friend shot me because he's an idiot. Uh, this next week, though, uh, on Friday, we're going to be playing uh, Pokemon that you can turn into slaves, uh, Pal World. Oh, yeah, I'm hyped for that shit. And it's on Game Pass. So, yeah, I've been, I've been hyped for that for, like, I want to say a couple years now. Yeah. At so, least a year. So Air Fox and I are going to be playing that on Friday, and that should be much, much better. Uh, we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about some news stories. We have a lot of them. Uh, let's start about... Let's start talking about the first two. Um, layoffs. More layoffs. In January? In the in, tech field? Never. Say it ain't so. So, you, uh, sorry, not Ubisoft, Unity, which we've spoken about last year when they tried to, like, gouge their 
developers of money. Um, Unity has laid off 1,800, so roughly 25% of its staff has been laid off. And then Twitch also laid off uh, another 35% of their staff, which is around 500 people. So altogether in the last year, Twitch has laid off about 50% of their staff. Oof. Um, Not good. I think there was more. There, there was some more layoffs. that was. I think Google was laying off some people as well. But I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't feel the urge to actually look up the stories. But uh, with Unity, they're saying that they're reducing the number of things they are doing in order to focus on core process, our business and drive our long-term success and profitability. We want more money. And so we're laying off people. Yeah. And that was basically like the same that's thing. That's always that, the answer. Yeah, that was basically the same thing that happened with, with Twitch as well. It's, it's, it's so funny, well, and sad to me that like companies will often do this. You know, they'll do big layoffs, um, for profitability's sake. Like we're not making enough money. We're gonna lay off, you know, twenty five percent of our staff. And then, at least where I've worked. Uh, there have been a couple times where, like, I've put in my notice, and they're like, "Oh, we can't lose. We we need you to stay here for the, for an entire month. You can't quit in two weeks." Um, and it's just like, yeah, "Oh, well, yeah, actually, I can't. Actually, I could quit right now. I'm in a quote right to work state, so I could leave whenever I want." The fact that I'm putting in a two week notice is actually me being nice to you. Um, and and also like if you don't put in a two week notice in a lot of places. Um, they, they, they look down upon that, but then when they fire you or lay you off, they don't give you a two week notice. Yeah. I remember so, the last job I walked away from, I had commented, uh, cause he was like, oh, well maybe when you're older, you'll be more mature and not do this. And I'd be like, Hey, how many, uh, how many days did you give my boss before you laid her off? And he turned as red as a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, un- I, I think that that's a big, the big reason why we should have more unions. Um, is that they, if they expect a two week notice, they should uh, give you a two week notice if they're going to lay you off or something. I understand if you get fired for insubordination or something and, and firing you right then and there, but get, you have to give them a chance. And I, I don't know. Um, so both of these are lowering the, uh, workforce to try to do profitability. Uh, Nick Lotus actually said, uh, she posted something here that was uh, from who? Somebody. Clancy. The CEO. Clancy. Oh, the CEO of, of Twitch. Said, I'll be blunt, yeah. we aren't profitable. Well, we all know that Twitch isn't profitable. Twitch has never been profitable. Um, it says, Amazon has been extremely supportive of Twitch. Big thing for being sustainable over time is ensuring that we don't lose money. That's a big part of my job because that's uh, going to be what makes sure we can be here for the long term. And I understand, like, they they probably did, and I think Unity did, and a couple other um, companies that laid off recently have said, like, they grew too much during the pandemic because they thought, hey, you know, the good times are never going to end. And then uh, I know Facebook did that, right? They They hired a bunch of people during the pandemic and then people started going back to the office and not using Facebook as much. And 
uh, not working from home as much as they were. And they're like, oh, no, who could have seen this coming? Except for everybody. <laughs> um, and then they laid off a bunch of people. Uh, the it's really it's really bothersome, and I wish there was a, a I wish there was better recourse and better incentives for you know companies to keep their employees. But when you're in a society that the only thing that matters is money, I guess laying off eighteen hundred people or five hundred people here and there doesn't really matter to you because while that while that statement he made was uh was true. Like it sounded like he was just like, yeah, we just laid people off. We need more money. And it, uh, I mean, it is that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and well, and but it's like it, it doesn't. The people who he laid off, that they could potentially lose their houses because they don't have an income anymore. And maybe but, you should. Uh, but th- Nathan, huh. have you considered fuck them? Clancy or. The uh, I'm saying that is that is Clancy's opinion of the employees is um, fuck them, yeah. Who cares a shit? Exactly. I want money. Yeah, that's that's about right. Uh, we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about Twitch again. Uh, we have Twitch enhanced broadcasting, which is in beta, and they said they're gonna start rolling this out to people uh, this month. I have not got my. Uh, I I put in the request to to be in this beta, but I did not. I've not been accepted yet. Have either of you put in for the? Oh, I I don't think Cyberpunk Monk streams very much, but um, did did either of you go and try to get the enhanced broadcasting beta? No. I don't have anything that can do AV one, and I don't really care about it. Well, yeah. so so the enhanced broadcasting is not AV one. It is and isn't. isn't it, it is and isn't AV one. Yeah, it's it's just so that you can do like multiple streaming codes at once, right? Yes. Yeah, that's my understanding of it, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Um, but there, but also, AV one <laughs> is is part of that. So it. Yeah. What what you're saying? So I don't is, care. Uh, the trans the they're allowing you to transcode. Um. There, there's a few things with it. So they're allowing you to transcode, uh, multiple resolutions at the same time. So you can do 1080p, 900p, and 720p at the same time. They're also uh, allowing you to have a higher bitrate cap. So I've, from what I've read, they're allowing you to up it to 8,000 8, 8, kilobits per second instead of the 6,000 kilobits per second that they're currently allowing you to do. Yeah, they're they're experimenting with doing 1440p 60 and 4K 60p mm-hmm. uh, streaming, um, which again, that I would, don't care because I can't even. I don't even. I don't even have a a 1440p monitor. Yeah, like, and like, yeah, I could stream at 1080p, but like, why? Yeah, and they're experimenting with. Um... They're experimenting with uh, AV1 and HEVC, uh, which you could probably actually encode in. Uh, which is yeah, the... but I'm not going to. Yeah, I I probably would. Uh, uh, there there are too many situations where I could see somebody having a device that uh, doesn't have native HEVC, and so it's gonna have to uh, it's gonna have to use software 
to decode that and yeah. it's going to cause problems. Yeah. And also like the the savings as far as bitrate is so marginal that again, I don't I, th- care. I I think it would uh, well the savings for bitrate for HEVC and AV1 I think are are pretty good in in my opinion, but HEVC is is so fucking little uh whenever you're talking about such low bit rates that it does not fucking matter. Oh, okay. I know AV1 is definitely a lot better with, with higher quality. AV1's like 20%, but again, it doesn't really matter because you're talking about like 5,000 kilobit per second. If you right. don't have a connection that's good enough to stream 5,000 kilobit per second, you, you probably aren't watching Twitch. And if you yeah. are, you're having a bad time no matter what, and I'm not going to cater to you. Well, and, like, and, and like that's not feasible. Well, that is basically my opinion on it. However, I do think this is going to be a blessing for either people who are watching Twitch on mobile mm-hmm. for some reason I don't understand, or like if like if they're streaming or something like that, if they're on their their, their mobile data, like hotspot yeah. tethering. I guess again, these are very specific use cases. I like that they're doing this. I just don't know why they're doing this. this. Uh, it's because they. The, the the reason why they're doing the multiple transcodes is because it will take the bit the the hit of like actually doing the transcodes and move it to the user rather than moving it to Twitch. That makes sense. Yeah. That's that's why they're doing that. I think AV1 and HEVC is great. Uh, I wanted AV1 encoding since I've heard of it. <laughs> Uh, I just, and, and they released AV1 with the Intel graphics cards first, uh, and then AMD and NVIDIA have said, Hey, we're going to be, we're going to be, uh, putting those in our next generation card. So they're in the 4,000 series cards and whatever card they have for, is it 8,000? I have no idea what cards they they use for AMD. 7,000? Are they in the 7,000? Whatever. Anyway. Um, oh, also... Uh, no iPhones prior to the iPhone 15 support AV1. Awesome. So supporting it right now, uh, in my opinion, makes absolutely no sense to for like like making that a priority for you as a streamer makes no sense because most of your viewers are probably going to be using an iPhone, and most of my view- it, I it, think it, most of my viewers. Uh, I mean, for a streamer that, you know, like, matters. Well, yeah, uh, but most of my viewers do it on computer. Like, they watch on computer or, you know, I have one yeah. or two that watch on Android. Where so. they're also not going to have AV1 hardware decoding. Yeah. Because they're using a computer that was made more than, like, five years ago, more than likely. Yeah. I I wonder how Twitch is going to handle AV1. Because I know with uh, YouTube, what they do is you stream in AV1 and then YouTube converts it to VP9. Well, they do that because Google owns the VP9 codec. Right. So I wonder what and Twitch is going to do if if you stream in AV1 and somebody doesn't have the hardware to support it. It's probably just going to be software as you said. But Yep. Uh it, they could also uh, I wonder if there's a transcode option to to for I'm do sure it for partners yeah. I'm sure for partners they can just transcode it to H.264 and be done with it. So, uh they also so this will only work the enhanced broadcasting will only work for AV1 and HEVC 
with the 4000 series NVIDIA GPUs. You can still get the transcoding and everything from other NVIDIA GPUs uh, down all the way to the uh, 900 series. So the 960, 970, 980. But for the AV1 and all that, it has to be the 4000 series GPUs, which are out of the realm of possibility for a lot of people to purchase because they start at like what seven hundred dollars six hundred yeah they have a tendency to like catch on fire so yeah there's that that's a big problem i've been waiting for them to release a 4050 or something along those lines but they haven't released them yet are they like they're putting out like a super or something aren't they they have a 40 yeah we haven't really spoken about it but they have a 4070 uh 4080 and a 4090 super that are coming out but they have not released a 4060 or 4050 yet so they're already they're already releasing the super cards but none of the lower end cards yeah they'll they'll probably like do you know they'll they'll come up with some stupid naming convention or whatever yeah i i still think that the 40 or the the yeah whatever the 4000 series or whatever is uh it's stupid i don't like it don't just don't don't go for that. Wait wait for them to fix the fucking hardware. Yeah yeah the the power connector has a tendency to blow up. Uh, and then also the last thing about this is in order to use the enhanced broadcasting at least right now, uh, you have to use a beta version of OBS. You can it, it will be an alternate install from the normal version of OBS that you have. Because... Well, I do think it's cool that they're working with the OBS people. Yeah, for, yeah, that's cool. I I mean, you know, everybody here knows that I use XSplit. I don't use OBS. And it's not that I can't use OBS. I Clearly, I could just download it and, you know, create the scenes and stuff. But it would take, like, 45 minutes to set everything up. And that's just... I don't care that much. Well, then I like if there's one thing that I will grant to XSplit, it is that their UI has always generally been a little more friendly and definitely more responsive. Yeah. Um, and at least when up- I used it, Grant, I haven't touched XSplit in years, but like, being able to do stuff, it, being able to like move sources around and do really basic. Uh, like effects and, and filters on shit, it, it it's a lot quicker and simpler in XSplit. It's all stuff that you can do in OBS, but everything is hidden behind like three more layers of menus than they are in XSplit. the The trade off though is that OBS is, I I would say, much more capable. Like you can do everything you can do in XSplit in OBS and more. Mm-hmm. But again, you, you just have a greater degree of complexity and worse overall UX. I actually, uh, while we're talking about this, I know of at least one streamer who uh, stream, who, who does all of their like scene manipulation stuff in XSplit and then does the cam- the virtual camera output from that into OBS because OBS is better at the actual streaming part of it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've thought about doing that um, or something because one problem I have 
if there was an easy way to like have my presentation in XSplit and move it over to OBS, I would be super happy. I would just I would just do that and I would test out this enhanced broadcasting when it releases. Uh, there is a way to export your scenes from OBS and bring them on XSplit, but there's no way to do it the reverse way. So I would have to recreate every scene uh, by myself. But maybe you're maybe that's what I could do is I could just have like the the virtual camera set up and just have OBS Studio grab that and do the enhanced broadcasting without actually having to set up any scenes. That might also work. Yeah. That might if that you, actually if you really wanna you really want to try it out, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I mean I'll test it out. Uh I'm not gonna buy a four thousand series card to do it, so hopefully they they work oh, yeah. with because I have an Intel Arc, right? I have yeah. Because I I have a friend. You're who, one of the five people that bought an Intel GPU. Yeah, well, I've a, I also have a friend who works at Intel, so I got it for cheaper. Um, yeah, my cousin works at Nintendo, so yeah, yeah. No, my cousin is stupid. So, uh, yeah, I, I I have an Intel Arc, and I have some problems with it. It like the driver would die after like four days and i'd have to reboot my computer um so hopefully that's fixed uh but yeah i put in my my nvidia card because i was like it just runs way better and yeah so hopefully they start they bring it to amd hopefully they bring it to uh intel cards and also hopefully they they you know expand this functionality to work in xsplit which i imagine they will bring this functionality to XSplit, it'll probably just be after it's out of beta. I would imagine. But anyway, we're going to move on to our next story, which is something somebody else brought up, which is Apex Legends Final Fantasy VII crossover has prompted fan outcry, according to Kotaku. Uh, is is it just the pricing? Is that what I'm reading? I mean, it's, it is the pricing, but it's it's not an insignificant price. Like, Yes, yeah. at a certain point, you are responsible for the cosmetics that you purchase, but, like, eh, goddamn, this shit's expensive. Yeah, and also, it's all the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth stuff, right? Like, give me... Yeah, so it's... Give me... They're, they're playing on your FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Final Fantasy VII cloud skin from the original PlayStation. I want that in my Fortnite. Or Apex Legends. I feel like that would I feel like that would put you at an extreme disadvantage because your all of your limbs would be big balloons. I'd be fine. It'd be fine. <laughs> It'd be all right. I'd be okay with that. So it's just really expensive. Uh, how expensive is it, everyone? Uh, I would need to open up the article again. So they did it post was... an update, which is like, oh, it's not as bad as it's going to be. Oh, uh, okay. where each of the I think it's like 35 items or something like that or I, I think 35 is just when it starts cutting down but each item would cost approximately 1,000 coins which comes out to be like 10 bucks however the first pack is only about 100 coins which is you know about one dollar do and then oh, okay. each subsequent pack will increase in price depending on how many that you already own which is better I, I think this is still a big problem at the end game of it all Especially when you're not guaranteed to get these drops that you want. So if you really, really, really want that Buster Sword drop or whatever the fuck, and you're not getting it, that sucks. Gotta gamble some more, son. 
Oh, uh, I see. I there, see. The, the big thing was that there was a particular cosmetic which you have a chance of getting in any given loot box, uh, but it's an extremely, extremely small chance. However, like with most gotcha games, there is a guarantee that you will get it as long as you pay for so many boxes. And in this case, it was 36. So as long as you buy 36 boxes, you're guaranteed to get this cool cosmetic thing. Um, but of course, the original, the original uh, thing showed that that was going to cost about three hundred sixty dollars uh, if you wanted you wanted that guaranteed box. Uh, it turned out that uh, the prices that everyone was shown were the the so called real prices. Uh, but then, then whenever they actually launched it, the, the, the whole thing, they, they're doing the classic free to play game thing of, well, yeah, it's 10,000 or it's a thousand coins, but we're discounting it to just a hundred coins. Like Connor said, um, and, and yeah, it, 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 the discount decreases the more that you buy and Eventually, it's probably like I'd have to do the math and I just don't feel like it. It's probably closer to like 100 bucks, I would assume, yeah, to the, guarantee that you get that drop. Yeah, the original article said it could be up to $360, but it's you're right. It's probably about 100 bucks. That's still um, a lot of fucking money. I mean, it, yeah. It's still pretty stupid. Like, and just let people buy the thing that they obviously want. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like loot boxes that much. Um, but I also don't like battle passes, so I just, I just hate gaming. That's, I just hate gaming today. That's what I hate. I hate battle passes. Yeah, I can, hate loot boxes. You imagine being some kind of fucking loser that's, that got the Fortnite battle pass? Yeah. What kind of loser would do that? I don't know, man. <laughs> that, that Fortnite battle pass has like a solid snake and a Peter Griffin. What? You can... The newest Fortnite pass has like Solid Snake and Peter Griffin in it, doesn't it? Yes, oh. I have Peter Griffin. Is like at least I, you can I'd do the it. voice when you're playing the game. <laughs> I, I'll I'll shut down Fortnite till the end of the day, but goddamn it, they have Peter Griffin and Solid Snake <laughs> in it. The the crossovers are so fucking great. They are like the, I I I don't like Fortnite, but I will admit the like they had the lego crossover that's awesome uh the dragon ball crossover was really cool i was actually yep. kind of tempted to, to i download bought frieza Fortnite. and goku black yeah um like <laughs> they've they've done some uh, they they did some wwe crossovers there's john cena yep. in the game there's john cena and there there are uh there were two divas that were in the shop uh, a couple weeks ago they're not called divas anymore they're women I don't fucking care. They've changed. Don't watch it. that shit. They've changed. Supposedly, it. they're all called superstars now, which I think is the dumbest fucking thing they, I've ever heard in my life. They've called them superstars for like twenty years. It is stupid. <laughs> it's <laughs> the, the cheesiest the, fucking dumb shit. <laughs> the, they did that because they they you can't trademark and that the so they called them super like the guys were superstars and the women were divas. Because you could trademark those words. You can't trademark men and women. And so they wanted... Fucking... Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Why didn't they, why didn't they sue uh, 
Five Nights at Freddy's whenever Freddy Freddy calls uh calls fucking Jimmy, whatever the hell his name is, whenever he goes, You're my superstar. Huh? Probably huh? because it's not in the same realm of entertainment. Also, why isn't Five Night Freddy in Fortnite? This you want to play as Freddy Fazbear? I would 100% I would buy additional V-Bucks if I had to that, to, to play yeah. as Freddy Fazbear. You'll contact uh, whoever owns Five Nights at Freddy's and, and ask him to, to contact Epic. Or, or be like, hey, you should just tweet out that you want to have you want to be in Fortnite. I think that's how it works, right? You just tweet it out and then they'll be like, then they'll reach out to you. That's that's what yeah. I did. That's why I'm in Fortnite. Except I don't I don't know if Scott Cawthon uses social media anymore. Ever since everyone uh, got mad at him for being a conservative. Yeah, he's always like he, I thought everyone knew that, right? Like he his first it, games no, were because no one no one played the first game. Well, that's true. Nobody played the games that he made before Five Nights at Freddy's, so they they didn't yeah. realize that he was super religious. Yeah, it, it's not even not even necessarily that he's a conservative. All anyone knows is that he's hardcore pro-life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about somebody else uh, who's retiring. Uh, Matt Pat. More Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. Uh, Matt Pat is... Uh, I didn't even is, do that on purpose. Yeah, he's retiring. Um, kind of. So he has said that he is stepping back from basically hosting his channels and is giving the channels to other hosts, which I don't know how well that's going to work. Uh, sometimes people do that, and those shows just immediately die. Uh, if you ever... Did you know there was a season after the final season of Mythbusters? No. Without Adam and Jamie? That Wait. sounds like it want to do so well. Yeah. Actually, I do remember that. They did like a... A competition to find the next MythBusters, and they had yeah, a season. Yeah, it was awful, and nobody watched it. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then there was also a season after Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel left the Man Show, and that tanked as well. So who knows? Um, this is those felt a little forced, though. Like, hey, we like the Discovery and Comedy Central were like, hey, we this show made us money. And it's our show, so we're going to put it out there, and it's going to continue to make money. Um, it feels a little different, because as I, I watched the video Matt Pat put out, and he said, hey, you know, we've been introducing these new hosts. Like, we've had them on our streams, we've had them hosting videos already, they're just going to be taking over full time. Not like what Discovery and Comedy Central did, which, which was like, we have the IP, we're just going to continue on with this show with different hosts. And uh, that that was not not a good idea on their part. So Matt Pat is stepping away from hosting the shows uh, and doing a lot of the content, but he said that he will still be on like the panel to do. He's going to be working in the background and helping come up with ideas for the episodes, but he's just not going to be the the face of the his channels anymore. Which were what was it? Food theory, game theory. And it's like other fashion shows. theory don't, or design theory or something. Yeah, like the film theory. Don't yeah. fucking ask me, man. I yeah. don't even like I the Matt Pat 
at least he's stepping back and it's his choice. It's not like some big scandal happened and he's like, I'm stepping back from my channels because all of the comments are bad. All things considered for a YouTube creator, not a bad way to walk out of it. Yeah, like yeah. Him, him just to be like, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> I don't see a single extra pitchfork that wasn't already there. And those are just the cringe pitchforks. Those ones are acceptable. Yeah, like from everything I've heard, uh, everybody, and it could just be like his public persona, but Matt Pat seems like he's been a pretty nice guy. And I haven't heard of any controversy from him. Like I haven't heard of any like, oh, he, you know, did bad things or stole from charities or anything like that. So failed to donate money or like nine out of 10 times was a pederast. Yeah. Like he just seems like he just, he's done. He's been doing this for 10 years and he's like, I'm burnt out <laughs> because I am. And I understand that after you do something for a year. And then also a, a big thing with, um, with YouTube or any content creation thing is, you know, you go out and you're not making a video, that means you're not making money. And if you're not making, so if you're not making content, you're not bringing in that income. And so every time you go somewhere, you have to think, oh, I, I need to f figure out an idea to how to turn this into, into content. And it kind of consumes your life. And I've heard that from a lot of creators who have stepped back or, or you know, reduce their content from two times a week to one time a week, where they're just like, I just need more time to myself. <laughs> I just need more time to, you know, not think about this channel 24-7. Uh, there's a guy I watch who's a competitive eater, and he was doing videos twice a week of going to different restaurants and doing different challenges. And he was just like, I'm, I'm cutting it down to once a week because I just can't, I can't do two food challenges a week every week for another five years. And yeah, I, I feel like that'll kill you. Oh yeah. Uh, apparently he's, he's got it pretty well down. So like he'll do the food challenges and then like he works out every other day. So like every other day of the week, he only eats like 500 calories. So he Is like, this Eric the electric he, by chance. No, it's a beard meets food. Eating 500 oh, okay. calories every other day will also kill you. Yeah, yeah, I feel like feel like that's a that's not a great way of doing things. No, Beardmeat's food also like grosses me out. I can't stand watching him. Oh, yeah, like, I understand that. Just... Like, I can watch him, but I, <laughs> I, but okay. So my girlfriend, um, she gets mad at me, or she got mad at me because I was like, oh, a pickle, and I, you know, grabbed a pickle out of the jar, and she's like, why are you putting your fingers in the jar? And I was just like, I, because I wanted a pickle. And so I'm watching Beard Meat's food and he's just taking the food and like putting it into a ball and shoving it in his mouth. I'm like, oh, my girlfriend would, would vomit if she saw this. <laughs> she just would not like it. So I, I understand what you're saying, Earl, because he does not eat um, properly, I would say. Like, he is very messy when he eats. Uh, but he's a, he's a gross motherfucker is what he, he is. Yes, he is, he is. I agree. Uh, but going back to Matt Pat. Uh, good for him. Uh, if if you like his stuff, then you should watch his stuff. But I I was joking that now that he's in a in a movie, he's he's gonna be stepping back so he can become a famous movie star. Yeah, because he was in Five Nights at Freddy's. 
or oh, did you see that movie yet? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw it. I saw it like as soon as it came out. Oh, okay. It was good. It it was all right. Like it it was what I expected. It was PG, so it's like PG you, horror. You also are not like I don't think you would consider yourself a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's. No, right? No, like I it, it is absolutely like it's it, it's probably more of a movie for fans than even like the Sonic movies are in some aspects, Mm -hmm. just because like, I feel like you're not going to get anywhere near as much out of that movie as, as you are, if you know everything about the series already. So I do know a bit about the series. I'm not a fan of the series, but I know a bit about the series because I watched Matt Pad's videos (laughs) on five nights at Freddy's, the, the, the game theory videos on, on five nights at Freddy's. So I know quite a bit about it. Um, and and I was like, yeah, this is this is this is pretty good. It, it, like it wasn't amazing, and it was PG horror, which is yeah. P, what was it? PG thirteen. So PG thirteen horror. So you know there wasn't a lot of blood or gore or anything, which doesn't I necessarily mean, have to be. Cupcake does maul a guy's face. Oh, that's true. Like... That's true. But there was there needed to be more of that. Um, I the the kid survived. Till <laughs> you know, the for end. the kids, yeah. Well, yeah, the kid survived all the way to the end. That was sad. Well, um, that kid did. That's true. There, there are five dead kids throughout the rest of the movie. There needs there needs to be more dead children. <laughs> like you have five dead kids, and you got you got Shaggy fucking making fun of him right before <laughs> he gets impaled with a with because of his the fucking spring trap suit. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, Matt. I did love Matthew Lillard in the in the movie, and then, and, then it shows him fucking bleeding out alone at the end. And then I liked the um, I did like the Matt Pat uh cameo in it where, yeah, he's just like, but that's you know just the, a theory, and it's like, shut up, Matt Pat. <laughs> the the security guard at the beginning is Scott Coffin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was I, it was originally supposed to be Markiplier, but he was too busy doing the uh, Iron Lung movie. Oh, too bad you weren't able to be in it. You could have been the yeah, the you security know, guard. me, the the prolific, prolific Five Nights at Freddy YouTuber. Yeah, is Markiplier a a big Five Nights? At... I don't watch Markiplier, so well, Markiplier's Mark... a big YouTuber, so of course he's a big Five Nights at Freddy YouTuber. Oh, okay. But in particular, Markiplier is like one of the biggest. Five Night Freddy YouTubers, at least oh, okay. in terms of the like, it, like he has played all of all of the games and a lot of the fan games, and he makes sure to one hundred percent all of them. And yeah, like, oh yeah, he was like, he was the the king of Five Nights at Freddy's for there, for quite a while. There was another person who, uh, you know, completed a lot of the Five Nights at Freddy's games, uh, but I don't think he's going to be making any cameos in anything for a while. Because of charity fraud, <laughs> alleged, <laughs> alleged charity fraud. We're gonna move on, and uh, we're gonna talk about Capcom. Capcom is uh is raising the ire of some fans by putting DRM into old games, which I, I why uh, so I heard that people were doing this initially because I guess a bunch of Capcom games just stopped working on Steam Deck and people are like, huh, that's weird. What happened? Um, long story short is we're about to get another article here. Capcom was like, oh, um, 
it's really important that people don't uh let me check on this list and see what people have been really enjoying with our games lately uh where they mod them and like make customizations yeah it's it's not good for our reputation so uh you can't play this game on game boy anymore but it's not good for our repu what so so here's what i say uh when I, when I think of resident evil like the the most recent ones the the remakes and everything the single funniest thing i can think of is the mods where like they turn mr x into shrek or whatever oh yeah i laugh every time and or i know it's, it's successful exactly i know it's successful because the internet had a field day with it like the thing that makes the most recent soul caliber game successful is what modders did to make capcom games successful yeah, and like, I, for some reason they don't like it. We'll get into uh, that's a big thing so with it, with a lot of PC games is like fans like it when when the you're able to mod the games and make them like that one doesn't hurt like you making Mister X into like Macho Man or something and break through the wall and then be like snap into a Slim Jim like that's great that's great you want to be able to do that and. I think it's it's bad. It it makes the reputation of the company go down when you take that ability away. Uh, well, Especially yeah, when they're old so. Japanese men. Yeah, yeah, that, that that really is what it ultimately comes down to. Is somebody's like put a dollar bill on a fishing line and held it up above, like just before they could reach, and they're like, mm -hmm. "Gentlemen, this is what happens if we don't break our game." You're ruining. We're ruining the vision that they had for the game, and they don't like that. And yeah, that, I mean, all jokes aside, that probably is more what's going on than I care to admit. I just feel like they're going about it in an ass-backwards way. Yeah. They, they are. It's, um... Were, were you going to talk about the, the Street Fighter Six thing? Because that's I, probably where this all started. I have yeah. no idea. So please go. Please go on and talk about uh, Street Fighter Six. So the big, the big uh, catalyst that, that started all of this, uh, most people are pointing to because Capcom themselves seem to have pointed to it in an internal presentation, um, a, a Street Fighter VI tournament. It was unofficial, but nevertheless, a Street Fighter VI tournament that was streamed on Twitch, uh, and the group running the tournament uh, made a little oopsie and forgot to remove the naked Chun-Li mod before they started the tournament off. Nice. So, uh, so it, you know, it comes up and it's like, Chun-Li versus blah, 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 and Chun-Li's big old floppy titties are just hanging out. Like, unproportionately, uh, just the bodies on Tekken <laughs> 6 no longer look human. These are, these are clay <laughs> abominations. And someone said, let's put tits on them. So, um... Yeah, so Capcom didn't like that very much, and they're like, "We've got to, we got, we got to, we got to cut down on this. We can't, we can't have people going around making it look like our games are full of nudity. We can't, we can't have people sexualizing our characters. What kind of, what kind of nonsense would that be if somebody sexualized our eight foot tall, big titty goth mommy? That Hold would on, be fucking uh... weird." Sorry, so while you were talking, the camera started panning towards Morgan. Let me just put this back on setting. All right, could, could you say that again? <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. This is, this is unacceptable. We have, we have to stop letting them objectify our women that are barely wearing one layer of cloth on top of, of their giant voluptuous breasts. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Capcom is stupid. 
Um, every, everyone fucking knows, as as Nathan was saying, that like a ton of the notoriety of uh, Resident Evil Village came from the modding scene doing ridiculous shit, particularly mm-hmm. with the the vampire ladies. Uh, like, yeah, the really tall, the the really tall the uh, dominatrix like, girl, prim- right? Yeah, pri- primarily Lady Demetresque, uh Also, her her so called daughters, all that it, like that was that was a pretty fucking big deal. Like the the RE engine in general, because of the way that it is made, is extremely easy to mod because you can just drop assets in and it just takes it. Like it, it just rolls with it. It's great. Um, and them like Capcom putting this bullshit in is fucking they're, they're shooting themselves in the face and they don't even they don't even seem to realize it or care. I think it's shooting they yourself think that, in the foot is the is the no, term. This this is worse no. than that. Oh, OK. Yeah, no. I, I really think that this is going to, especially with the fact that it breaks uh, Steam Deck compatibility. Yeah, that's like, the big one. That Steam Deck is fucking huge. Like, and, and yeah, I'm sure that there are like uh, it, Linux players that aren't using Steam Deck are probably like a point zero one percent of their market but it doesn't change the fact that this is going to severely harm goodwill towards your entire pc player base yeah uh like and and don't get me wrong on some level like i get it with online games in particular like but there's no reason why you can't do what microsoft for example has done where you just offer a version of the executable that does not have anti-cheat. Like it's, it's just that simple. You, you include two shortcuts. One runs the game with anti-cheat. One runs it without. And if you want to mod the game, go ahead, run the, run the non anti-cheat version. Otherwise you run the one with anti-cheat. If you want to connect to our online services. And maybe, and maybe, you know, run the anti-cheat one when you're, doing a tournament that might have naked Chen Li in it. Yeah. And and like, like if you're, if you're really that concerned about what unofficial tournaments are doing with your property, then do a Nintendo. Like if you really want to be that fucking stupid about it, be Nintendo and be like, if you play melee and stream it on Twitch, we'll fucking sue you. Like, I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's just as much of a stupid idea as putting DRM in your 12 year old games. But hey, uh, like if you're willing to go that far, at least do it in a more sensible way and just target the people who are who are actively harming your image, in your opinion, instead of instead of just throwing everything out all at once. Because I really think that this is going to ultimately hurt their PC sales in a in a meaningful way. And I believe the review bombing that's already happening on Steam as a result of this is is only the first part of that. Uh, and like I I have said before, I, I hate Denuvo. Everyone hates Denuvo. Oh, yeah. Apparently, this is also even worse than Denuvo because like it, it 
like straight up causes frame rate issues even on like normal pc players machines uh it, it has decreased frame rates by upwards of 15 percent. i think they said oh that's it. um Only i think it was something like that yeah but it, it like at the at the very least though with denuvo you can still mod games that run denuvo you you can't even do that with with whatever this shit is. I don't know if it's I'm assuming it's something that they licensed uh cuz there was a there was a a uh, Capcom anti-cheat thing that uh Village used uh cuz that was the cause of major frame rate issues in certain circumstances on PC cuz uh, it turned out that if you ran the pirated version of village that it, it actually ran much better than the steam version oh yeah um yeah denuvo's yeah uh, uh, anti-cheat is drm is bad it's it, it hurts is. the gaming it hurts the gaming it, so this is yeah enigma protector this is a company that's been around since 2004 it would seem and they have some kind of oh this company looks like shit this Probably. looks like it like it looks like they haven't updated the website since 2004. Like this looks like the sort of thing that like you'd get like a pop up on your Windows XP machine that's like buy this antivirus or your whole computer will be deleted and you get like this fake box that looks like it should be for like Mac software but it for some reason is marketed towards Windows users. Uh I also think they're selling Oracle Virtual Box? Interesting. Boy, no wonder this fucking thing sucks so much. Uh, yeah. So, I think I've said all that I wanted to say. Yeah. Uh, fuck uh, you, Capcom. Yeah, fuck Bad. you. I think, I, think we, I think we need to go get, uh, we need to go, go back to that one uh, Resident Evil Village stream uh, that Jerma did, where he said, fuck Capcom. And, yeah. And uh, we need to start, we need to start spreading that clip around once again. Not, not. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of Capcom games, but at this point, I'm not a fan of Cap. Uh, but I'm not a fan of a lot of, uh, corporations. Companies. Yeah, the developers, uh, the people who actually work on the games, they don't give it. Like, they also hate this. <laughs> that's that's yeah. always the thing that gets me is like, ninety nine percent of the company is not on board with like anti-cheat or DRM and all this because 99% of them are the people who are working on the games and those people are gamers. And they're like, man, oh, yeah. I hate this. Don't, don't forget about how like uh, the marketing team and like multiple other people within Capcom were just fully buying into the Lady Dimitrescu hot dommy mommy thing. Like <laughs> they, they they fucking put out like her full measurements and like it, all that shit so that people could like do fan art of her that was that was to scale. Like, don't forget about that. Like they gave the size of her shoes. They, they, they did all that because like people were fucking gooning like motherfuckers to fucking Lady Demetresque because like, hey, hey. uh, and also don't forget that uh, modders were the ones who brought uh, full fucking uh, VR support to Resident Evil 7 on PC because Capcom just kind of forgot about all that 
on oh, the yeah. PC version. Yeah, you don't need you need you don't need that. And, and, and with with motion controls, by the way, that's awesome. adds motion controls like it's fucking crazy. Modders are amazing. Uh, yeah, they they put so much effort to get basically so little out of it. You'd have it's to be amazing. a real asshole to go out of your way to keep them from improving your game. Mm-hmm. A real douchebag. But Capcom. Uh, I think that's our last story, so I want to say thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah, it took me a little while to get my brain cooking again, but I think we're we're, we're online. I don't think you're allowed to do that. Uh, I I mean, I guess you are. You can you can do whatever you want to your brain, but uh, whatever. And thank you for being here, Connor, the Cyberpunk Monk Bash. Quite the opposite. I turned my brain off halfway through. Yeah, and I will. I, I'm your host, Nathan Rainspruth. Uh, we will be back next week with some more stories probably about more layoffs that's probably what we're hopefully, gonna talk about hopefully it won't uh take us as long to get through it all next time we'll see goodbye goodbye bye